The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. A total of 10 Chinese new energy vehicle brands are offering a new round of price cuts and other types of incentives, aiming to meet their second-half sales targets. The new energy vehicle startup Zika announced it will offer price cuts for its 001 model ranging from 30,000 yuan around 4150 US dollars to 37000 yuan valid for the rest of the year leap motor announced on august the 1st it will offer price cuts of 10000 to 20000 yuan on some models and horizon auto announced a 30000 yuan discount for its new energy vehicle brand, Nerja. NEO is offering charging coupons for new buyers in August, with a price cut of 2,700 yuan for its charging piles. Some traditional car makers have also joined the promotion drive. For example, Cherry announced a maximum discount for its new energy vehicle lineup of 10,000 yuan. Great Wall Motors' new energy vehicle division is offering coupons for pre-order consumers. These promotions are intended to spur a sales increase in the second half of this year. Sui Dongshu Secretary-General of the China Passenger Car Association, said that the car brand's promotions are within the normal range, and the discounts are unlikely to trigger a new price war in the new energy vehicle market. Data from the China Passenger Car Association shows that China's car sales in July hit almost 1.8 million units, down 2.3% year-on-year, while sales of new energy vehicles reached 641,000, up around 32% year-on-year. Chinese authorities started the annual New Energy Vehicle Promotional Campaign this June in rural areas, in a bid to boost national consumption. The association predicted that China's full-year auto sales will reach 21 million units, with sales of new energy vehicles reaching 8.5 million. This is Special English. China has announced the third phase of the resumption of outbound group tour services to 78 countries and regions, including the US, Japan, South Korea, Australia, India, 
and most European countries, expanding the scope from 60 to 138 countries and regions. The Ministry of Culture and Tourism made the announcement with immediate effect, specifying that outbound tour group services to those countries will be resumed at all national travel agencies and online travel companies. The 78 countries and regions include 12 in Asia, 27 in Europe. 18 in Africa and others in North America, South America, and Oceania. The ministry said that since the trial resumption of outbound group tours for Chinese citizens, the overall operation of the outbound tourism market remains stable and orderly, playing a positive role in promoting tourism exchanges. And cooperation. China previously resumed group tours to 60 countries and regions over two stages earlier this year, including tours to Russia, France, Spain, Italy, and other European countries, as well as countries in Southeast Asia and Africa. Following the announcement. Domestic travel platforms have launched a number of products for the newly added destinations, including 12-day tour packages to Austria and the Czech Republic, as well as cruise trips to Japan. According to data released by online travel platforms, the average increase in popularity. For the specified overseas destinations, after the announcement, exceeded 150 percent, with Japan taking the lead, with an astonishing 350 percent surge in online searches. Enquiries for the Chinese National Day holiday. Starting on October the first, garnered the most attention, with group tour packages to countries including Japan, Australia, and New Zealand, experiencing a significant spike in popularity. Chinese travelers' enthusiasm for outbound trips, pent up over three years, has been unleashed. With a surge continuing from the beginning of the year until now, especially after students entered the summer vacation period, a report released by the China Tourism Academy shows that the first half of this year saw a total of some 40 million Chinese mainland visitors. Received by overseas travel destinations, short distance travel has led to the recovery, with more than 90% rushing to the countries and regions of Asia. While Southeast Asia remains the most popular destination for Chinese travelers, with its relatively short distance and low prices. 
Iran, Central Asia, the Balkans, and New Zealand have become the dark horses in this year's summer outbound tourism market. You're listening to Special English. I was born on the 17th of November. Delve into a world of words with books and beyond. A podcast made especially for audiobook lovers. I came into the world as the youngest of five children. I wondered children. what Her Majesty would be like. Fie upon you, limpid one. Why have you taken... Immerse yourself in gripping stories and timeless classics from the comfort of your own personal space. Sun Zi underlined three points on the context to gain initiative. There was initiative. no better wine, and not to mention... The Whether you're a bookworm or a casual listener, our carefully curated selection of audiobooks will transport you to new worlds and stir your imagination. Subscribe to Books and Beyond and start your audiobook adventure now on radio.cgtn.com or your favorite podcast app. This is Special English. Rwanda is to name at least 23 baby mountain gorillas born in the last 12 months during a naming ceremony scheduled for next month. According to the Rwanda Development Board, the annual ceremony will take place on September the 1st in the foothills of the Volcanoes National Park in northern Rwanda. The board's chief executive officer, Claire Akamanzi, said the ceremony celebrates the gains made in the country's tourism and conservation efforts, notably for the majestic mountain gorillas. Akamanzi said in a statement that last year Rwanda's gorilla tourism was the best performing segment. She said that gorilla populations are thriving thanks to all stakeholders who actively participate in their daily conservation. Officials say Rwanda's conservation efforts have enabled the gorilla population to thrive and provide better trekking experiences to visitors. Since the first naming ceremony in 2005, a total of 374 baby gorillas have been named. According to official data, Rwanda generated 247 million US dollars in the first half of this year from tourism, up 56% from the $158 million posted for the same period last year. The naming ceremony will be held after the launch of community projects funded through a tourism revenue share program. Under the program introduced by the government in 2005, some 10% of all park revenue is returned to the community's 
surrounding the various national parks. Over the years, more than ten billion Rwandan francs, about nine million U.S. dollars, have been spent on more than one thousand community-based projects. You're listening to Special English. Chinese regulators have required apps and WeChat mini programs by domestic developers to register via the same system as domestic websites. Experts said the move will help optimize registration and management procedures, and mechanisms for apps and mini programs. While helping to better deal with the issues that have arisen with the expansion of the internet, such as online fraud, according to a notice released by WeChat, starting from September the first, mini programs on the platform must register with the internet content provider system. Before they become available on WeChat, the notice said that the registration has to be completed in accordance with national regulations and rules, such as the law on combating telecom and online fraud, and Internet Information Service management measures. The move came. After China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology issued a notice requiring all domestic app developers to complete registration procedures, China started to require internet content provider registration in 2000. The mechanism has played an active role. In promoting the development of the internet in China over the past two decades, according to the notice, apps have become the main content carrier of internet services and should register with the same requirements as websites, including registering the developer's real name, network resources. And services. Xie Yongjiang, executive director of the Internet Management and Legislation Research Center at Beijing University of Posts and Telecommunication, referred to some issues that have come along with the wide usage of apps and mini programs, such as gambling and telecom fraud. Xie added that strict registration and review procedures will help to prevent such problems in the future. Xie noted that this optimized mechanism will also help deal with emerging problems such as private information leakage, given the rapid development of big data and artificial intelligence technologies. Mini programs already on the platform also have to finish registration 
by the end of March next year, or they will be shut down starting on April the 1st. According to the notice, developers who started providing apps in the Chinese market before the notice was issued must register with provincial level communications administrations where the developer is based from September this year until next March. Inspections will be carried out from April to June next year and developers who have not registered by that time will be dealt with according to the law. The notice stressed that app developers in the fields of journalism, publishing, education, film and television, and religion should also provide approval documentation from provincial-level communication administrations while registering their apps. You're listening to Special English. Australia's Great Barrier Reef could deteriorate if warming ocean temperatures spark another mass coral bleaching event later this year. That is according to the country's top marine science body. Sections of the reef had been showing promising signs of recovery until a bleaching event last year turned swathes of the vibrant coral a sickly pale white. The Australian Institute of Marine Science said that although the reef's condition had stabilised during a relatively mild summer this year, it remains in a precarious position. Institute Research Director David Wackenfeld said the reef was at increased risk with climate change driving more frequent and severe bleaching events. Australia's Weather Bureau said it is likely an El Nino weather pattern will develop over the country in the coming weeks, bringing warmer ocean temperatures to the Pacific and the renewed risk of coral bleaching. Globally, the average ocean temperature has been topping seasonal heat records on a regular basis since April. Wackenfeld said the reef was only one large-scale disturbance away from a rapid reversal of recent recovery. Australia was given a brief reprieve earlier this year when a team of United Nations experts left the fading wonder off a list of heritage sites considered in danger. The reef is one of Australia's premier tourist draw cards and putting it on the in danger list could substantially tarnish its allure for international visitors. World Heritage Body, the United Nations Educational scientific and cultural organisation 
has set up a monitoring mission within Australia to assess the impact of pollution, fishing, climate change, and coral bleaching. It first raised the alarm about the reef's deterioration in 2010. Marine heat waves caused mass coral bleaching at the Great Barrier Reef in 2016, 2017, 2020, and 2022. Researcher Mike Emsley said even the most minor bleaching event was enough to put the brakes on the reef's recovery. He said this means the reef is still at risk of decline from more frequent disturbances. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. China has announced the third phase of the resumption of outbound group tour services to 78 countries and regions, including the US, Japan, South Korea, Australia, India, and most European countries, expanding the scope from 60 to 138 countries and regions. The Ministry of Culture and Tourism made the announcement with immediate effect, specifying that outbound group tour services to those countries will be resumed at all national travel agencies and online travel companies. The 78 countries and regions include 12 in Asia, 27 in Europe, 18 in Africa, and others in North America, South America, and Oceania. The ministry said that since the trial resumption of outbound group tours for Chinese citizens, the overall operation of the outbound tourism market remains stable and orderly, playing a positive role in promoting tourism exchanges and cooperation. China previously resumed group tours to 60 countries and regions over two stages earlier this year, including tours to Russia, France, Spain, Italy, and other European countries. As well as countries in Southeast Asia and Africa. Following the announcement, domestic travel platforms have launched a number of products for the newly added destinations, including 12 day tour packages to Austria and the Czech Republic, and cruises to Japan. According to data released by online travel platforms, the average increase in popularity for the specified overseas destinations after the announcement exceeded 150%. With Japan taking the lead with an astonishing 350% surge in online searches. Inquiries for the Chinese National Day holiday starting on October the 1st garnered the most attention, with group tour packages to countries including Japan, Australia, and New Zealand experiencing a significant spike in popularity. Chinese travelers' enthusiasm for outbound trips pent up over three years. Has been unleashed with a surge continuing from the beginning of the year until now, especially after students entered the summer vacation period. A report released by the China Tourism Academy shows that the first half of this year saw a total of some 40 million Chinese mainland visitors received by overseas travel destinations. Short distance travel has led the recovery, with more than 90%. Rushing to the countries and regions of Asia, 
while Southeast Asia remains the most popular destination for Chinese travellers with its relatively short distance and low prices, Iran, Central Asia, the Balkans and New Zealand have become the dark horses in this year's summer outbound tourism market. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.